ora and welcome to Family, Whānau and Disability, a podcast brought to you by Parent to Parent New Zealand. We are here for the many Kiwi families out there caring for a disabled child or family member. We know the journey caring for a disabled or a neurodiverse child is not an easy or a straightforward one. So this podcast is a place to explore the issues that affect us, to share stories, swap tips and even have a laugh or two. We would love for you to join us each month, so make sure you subscribe. Please also be aware that the views shared are those of the individual and may not represent the views of parent to parent. This podcast is brought to you by Parent to Parent. Please note any views or opinions expressed on the programme are of the individual speakers themselves and do not necessarily represent Parent to Parent as an organisation. Welcome to the Connect Inform Support podcast, brought to you by Parent to Parent, the non-profit organisation supporting the families and whānau of children with disabilities and health impairments all across New Zealand. I'm your host Louise, the support and information team leader at the Parent to Parent National Office. Hi, welcome to the programme. I'm Louise, your host, and this week I'm going to be sharing a conversation I had with Mark Smith, the Managing Director at Career Moves in the Waikato. Uh, Career Moves Trust was established in July of 2000 to work with people with a disability and a goal of gaining employment. Career Moves Trust is a standalone supported em- supported employment service based in Hamilton and covering the Greater Waikato. And I know there that um, Career Moves is actually expanding out of the Waikato um, north and east, and we we talk about that a bit on the podcast with Mark. And this has come up as a fairly recent topic of conversation because of the recent uh, bill going through Parliament about employment and disability and how New Zealand can better uh, support people with disabilities, uh, long-term health impairments and uh, mental health issues to get back into work and how we can support employers in employing those people. So here's the conversation I had with Mark. Let's start from the beginning then. So if you could tell us a bit about yourself and what you do at Career Moves. Yep. Okay, so so Career Moves is a supported employment agency working with people that have barriers to employment. Mm-hmm. And we work um, on, on two levels now. We work with um, the core of our business and the founding hub of our business, and which will always be is, is disability, mental health, and long-term injury. Mm-hmm. And um, what, what we aim to do is to have an individualized service where we look to map out for the client a, a year-long plan and a path plan mm-hmm. so that they know where they're going. We have that as agreement of the way we're going to work. Mm-hmm. We then um, take them on a uh, w- few weeks of preparation, getting CV together, getting um, them prepared for the interview, I- identifying potential employers that we, they might like to work for. Mm-hmm. And then, and we draw up a, a target list of those, and then um, we start the the job hunt. Yeah. I, I guess where we're slightly different uh, mm. now in our makeup 
we have a full-time HR manager mm. who is responsible for working with employers to help us identify and generate jobs. Okay. So we saw that as the, the part that was uh, not the best part of our service in mm. terms of we've, we've had a pretty good placement rate over the years, mm. but if we want to improve, we need to focus on that. Mm. So we very much take this as a partnership with mm. us and the employers mm -hmm. supporting the person. So our support goes over the the person in the job, mm. but also to the employer as well, so that we make sure that their placement is a good fit. Yeah, so that, that sounds great, because one of the things I think is, that is a barrier to employment is employers not understanding um, how to accommodate somebody. So, so what sort of support do you give to employers to enable them to, to accommodate someone who, who's looking to work for them? Yeah. So once we get beyond that, you know, you know engagement that yes, they're willing to look at it, mm. then then we do a, a workplace assessment, a job assessment, mm. so that we look at the things that um, are potentially going to be uh, issues that we will need to deal with for the person to work in that environment. Mm. I mean, it could be health and safety related. Mm. It could be you know making sure that they've got. Uh, uh, good access for people everywhere. Um, so we go in and look at those things and then we put in place a pan, plan to mitigate that. So, um, and, and with, all, with all of our clients, once we place them, yeah. they are sitting in a fading plan of support. So early in their employment, we are visiting them on a, on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. Uh, as they get more comfortable and we get all those things in place, we move that back to a fortnightly, mm -hmm. moving to monthly. So by the end of our 12 months port in work, mm. we, they should be self-sufficient. Excellent. Well, that's, that's great because the, the, a lot of the, the purpose of all of this is to enable people to become independent. And to, uh, exactly. Yeah. And you must never lose sight of that. Yes. And, and you know, that's, that's always the challenge, I guess, in this, that, mm. um, you know, how, how much do you stretch a person? And, and the reality is it doesn't matter who we are. When we go into a new job, we're always uncomfortable in that. We're always mm. stretched. So, um, you know, you have to provide a certain amount of challenge. You've just got to make sure you've got the supports around this that challenge is too great mm. that you jump in and fix it quickly yeah have you have you ever had a situation where um someone just really hasn't settled after the 12 months and you've had to reassess the role yes mm. and 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 that's generally where um things go wrong in terms of no, they are always communication issues yeah. I, I guess some of the mm. biggest issues that that people have with working uh, with our clients is that uh, a lot of our people, and, and you know, a good example is, is you know someone with autism who isn't confident and and talking to people. You know, they won't mm. say good morning or things like that. Mm. So, so what we focus on a lot there is the social norms of a work environment. Mm. So. That is is helping them to adopt those things that 
you know, they they need to move towards mm. to fit into an organisation. Mm. Mm. And that's always a, a dilemma because, mm. I mean, you know, the first principle is we want our client to live the life they want. Yes. But all of us, when we move into a new environment, mm. have to adopt to that new environment. Yeah. Yeah. So, good, it, sorry. Carry a, on. <laughs> no, a good a good analogy that we've we've adopted in in house here, and that's come from our own team, is that uh, we've related it to Waka. If if as an individual we're paddling along on our own, on our own Waka, and we're steering when we go where we go and what we do. Mm-hmm. When we when we go to work for an organisation. We are now paddling in a different walker, mm. and somebody else is steering it. So there needs to be some adaption to our thinking about where we're going. Mm. Mm. But it, it, it needs to be a sort of meet them halfway kind of thing. So the employer needs to make absolutely. reasonable accommodation, yep. but the employee also needs to accept that they may have to change some things that they do. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's, you know, the employer's uh, learning how to perhaps give instruction differently or or putting some support material around uh, to help the the, the person, the client uh, adapt. And mm. maybe that we have a team meeting with all the team and say, you know, this is the things we need you to help us with supporting the person. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've done that very uh, with it, with a young lady who works in a, in a cafe. The whole team are on board. They mm. all know that there's a learning disability there and how best, the client will will learn and you know they're very very supportive as a team yeah i think that makes all the difference it's having people around you who are willing to learn with you rather than expecting you to do all the work and vice versa so it's it's really very much like you say a team effort now you you mentioned the the new hr department about creating roles how does that work for you that seems seems like an interesting yeah so so we're really trying to move ourselves into a position where the employers are coming to us and saying who have you got what skills have you got can we can we make that work and mm. you know we we work with a wide range of people and a wide range of skills mm-hmm. from from you know very little skill uh, but keen to work to mm. to you know highly skilled in some areas um yeah. we work with people that have never worked mm. so you know you We've, we've got to be out there, and it's about educating uh, employers. And, and you know, I don't mean this in a negative way, but a, a lot of employers, HR people, they have diversity uh, in, in their portfolios, but that is generally about uh, gender and ethnicity mm. and religious. Mm. Um, disability still, unfortunately, kind of drags the chain a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... What we, what part of our role is, is, is to educate employers that they can employ people from different backgrounds and they can benefit from that. Yeah, because with the, with the news a few months ago about um, scrapping the idea of uh, uh, subsidised wages for people with disabilities or changing the system so that people with disabilities are entitled to a, a fair pay for a fair day's work. I think the the resistance I've seen has been from employers or from people saying, well, people with disabilities won't get employed because the employer will employ somebody without a disability for the same wage. 
So have you encountered that about sort of teaching the employers that the person with a disability is just as capable and employable as someone without? <laughs> yeah, and, and that's where the, the job fit uh, comes in, going yeah. in with the fo employer fully understanding, making sure that the person has got the skills to be able to, to learn. Yeah. Uh, maybe not that they can do the job today, you know what I mean? When I started my job here, I didn't know everything about it. Exactly. I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah. Same. Um, so it is a journey, um, and and our funding principle or founding principle is that um, that we only work with real jobs for real wages. Good. That's awesome. Uh, so you know, it, it's it's not about finding people subsidised work. Mm. Now, what that does mean is that. Um, you know, change has to occur on both sides mm. because um, we get a lot of people that clients come in with it. They like the idea of work, but work also means some obligation to that employer. Yeah. So, you know, we spend time on trying to make sure they understand that. Mm. And so if, if you have the right environment, mm. we, you'll have a pretty high success rate of that person retaining that position mm. as long as they want to. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds fantastic, really. I mean, and you just cover the Waikato at the moment. Are there any plans to no, go further? No, oh, we, we have, we have uh, Waikato and Bay of Plenty contracts oh, announced. Awesome. So, fantastic. Uh, we cover way, way through to Coromandel right down to um, Tauranga. Oh, that's good. And all of the Waikato. Sweet. Any, any plans to expand further afield? <laughs> Well, yes, we do. We have we have other contracts. Uh, we also do uh, work with MSD job seeker clients uh -huh. uh, to help them in employment. And we we have just launched what we call open employment, where we're focusing on people that have barriers to employment mm. because there are there are a lot of people out there with um, you know mental health conditions. Yeah. Uh, depression, stress, anxiety that don't qualify for government support, mm -hmm. but they need someone to help them. Yes, yes. So, you know, we've, we've identified we have those skills, so why not make that available to as many people as we can? That's fantastic. That's exactly what, what we see is that the people slip through the cracks because the support's yep. just not there. So if somebody wanted to get in touch with you guys to find out if, um, if you could help them, how would they do that? Either ring us uh, on 0800 at Career Moves, mm -hmm. or they can ring me uh, directly on 027 570 or jump online, uh, send us an email to admin at Career Moves, or go to our website mm -hmm. and. Uh, We'll, we'll get to them and have a chat with them. No obligation about uh, what, what we can do. Excellent. Well, we'll make sure all those details go up on the show notes with the podcast. And uh, thanks very much for talking to us today, Mark. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks <laughs> um, for the opportunity. All right. You take care, mate. Okay. okay. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye, Lois. So thanks for listening to our podcast this week. All the information that Mark shared is going to be available on our website through the podcast page and the show notes for the program. Um, you can have a look at that on www.parenttoparent, which is the number two, parenttoparent.org.nz. 
and uh, we'll speak we'll talk to you next time on the podcast from connect inform support thanks and goodbye connect inform support from parent to parent presented by louise ratcliffe this program and its show notes are available for download on our website parenttoparent.org.nz This has been Family, Fano and Disability from Parent to Parent. I have been your host, Johanna. We hope that you enjoyed the podcast and that you'll join us again soon.